0: Hey everybody, this is Here for the Experience, and I'm your host, Michael Dryling. I want to introduce my, de- my guest today, Tony Farnan. Uh, he, has a, he has a great story to tell. He's been, He's made been a huge impact on lots of lives, and especially mine. And I brought him in here, and uh, I, wanna, I want you guys to hear what he has to say on some different things that we're going to talk about. Specifically, we're going to talk about finding your grit. So uh, welcome, Tony. Uh, good to have you here. Good to be here. Yeah. So last week I kicked off the the series, Finding Your Grit. I I gave the audience a little bit of a background on what that was for me and and how I see it. But I also kind of introduced you a little bit because you were instrumental in directing me towards that. And uh, I, I just kind of tried to talk about the impact that was in my life at that time and how it's been a huge, huge value in my life ever since. And so I wanted to bring you in here and and let, you know, let people know, you know, how that happened a little bit. And, and I guess your story as far as, you know, how you found that, how you discovered that and what is, what has been like for you. So I'll just, I'll just let you kind of talk about that. Okay. Um, I guess the first time I ever
1: experienced that um, I was being bullied, teased at school, and um, there was a, a guy that was, I was overweight at the time, and um, was being teased about my weight and had nicknames or whatever, and um, one particular day, I don't know why, but it was just enough, and I, uh, this kid was in a brand new pair of white overalls, and I snatched him up and threw him in the mud, <laughs> and um it felt it felt good Um, not so much that i threw somebody in the mud as much as it was that um i have some control of my life sure i don't want to listen to that i don't have to now granted violence in school is frowned upon but for that particular time uh it was pretty instrumental for me because number one that kid never made fun of me again yeah so it solved the problem It, it solved that problem but it also uh Presented a solution for other potential problems for me that I that I could stop it before it got to that point By just saying, you know, I don't want to talk about it or walk away or whatever Um, But then I guess Finding my grit so to speak has evolved over time Um, it's changed and um, Probably the next biggest thing was um, I had a sister and my parents raised us completely different, okay. And she, she, um, I felt was treated like a princess and, and I was not, okay. <laughs> and so I found out that if I wanted something that um, life isn't fair, mm-hmm. so to speak. And so I realized that if I wanted to go ride bikes with my friends and I had to clean the garage first, I could call my friends and say, hey, come help me clean the garage, and then I could leave quicker. Yeah. You know, so I started looking for solutions to solve problems outside of myself. Now, um, as things progressed, I, had, uh, I have a set of parents that are sometimes difficult to deal with, and I ended up choosing to take a path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. And um, part of the problem, <coughs> excuse me, was, uh, i was i went to a catholic school and um by about third fourth grade i i didn't like it there and um and i and i didn't want to go anymore Uh, i wanted because all my friends were at the other schools because i did sports and stuff and um but they made me stay all the way through eighth grade and uh, there wasn't anything beyond that thank goodness or i probably would have had to go to that um my sister on the other hand by about fifth grade she wanted to go to another school so let her go and that that created a level of anger in me that I'd never experienced before. Mm. Okay, and so I respected my parents' authority at that point and um so I didn't really have a solution for my problem other than uh what ended up being uh being angry f- made me feel less powerless. Okay, but on the same token, anger is kind of like a drug uh for me anyway and uh, the more I was angry the more i wanted to be angry and so i would sometimes create situations to fuel my anger and uh, so i was i guess in my finding my grit in that respect was i was um, looking for a way to cope with the reality i didn't like and ultimately which led to drug abuse Mm. and um but over the course of time um my father and his friends were all very honorable, upstanding, you know, displayed integrity on a regular basis. I mean, they were good, good men. And, um, but I had already taken the path of least resistance. And so <clears throat> my, my grit wavered some because I felt that I couldn't fill those shoes. And uh, I guess uh, taking the path of least resistance led me to making more and more poor choices. Um, There were moments, however, that um, when I was in, uh, let's say, suffering consequences of my behavior, that I did find moments of clarity that I could like stand up and say, oh, I don't have to deal with this. I'm going to do this instead. And, and, uh, And so through the course of all that, there was one thing missing from my life that I didn't know was missing, and that was spirituality because i because i didn't have i didn't have like anyone to answer to Mm -hmm. so i was like uh i answered to myself which wasn't working out very well okay and um and then i was created with an opportunity or was presented with an opportunity to where i learned how to uh uh, spend more time uh working on my spirituality which involved a lot of meditation and self-reflection and And which immediately got me back to the grit that I needed. Yeah. Okay. And so I had dug myself a pretty deep hole. And so I was, wasn't trying to get out of it quickly. I wanted to get out of it correctly. Interesting. Okay. And so that led me to, uh, uh, bottom line, that led me to the uh, helping other people. Because that, um, I wasn't exactly sure. Uh, what I wanted to be when I grew up, you know, um, yeah. and um, I was told once that if you don't grow up by the time you're 50, you don't have to. So <laughs> score on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found out that helping other people helped me and my spirituality allowed me to see paths past the people's personalities and character flaws and try to help the the person behind all that. Sure. And, and um, some of them were people, you know, people that I had not gotten along with very well in the past. And um, but through the course of that time, I realized that the more I helped people, the more it helped myself. So
0: there was it, a connection there. Huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so and I, I it was a direct result of, you know, cause and effect. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a pretty analytical, logical type thinking thinker, you know, and so I saw that you know, that there's a ratio between those two, that the less I help, you know, the less I help me. So that was probably um, the epiphany of all of that was where, when I learned finding my grit was um, it, it came from helping people. Interesting. Because helping other people, um, people tended to be grateful and appreciate what I did and sometimes felt inspired by what I did, which presented an opportunity for me that I needed to be a better person for them in the future which meant I had to start changing myself for the better along the way and so I uh I I pursued things that I thought would help me help people and um but don't get me wrong I'm I'm no angel okay <laughs> yeah. um but I have I have found some things in life that I feel like um have allowed me to to do that one of which is um you know I, i'm a recovering drug addict now you know i've been I've been clean for 23 years and i still help people with that i still go to maintain my own um but i've been able to help people with that over the years which helps me in return um and um you know martial arts is another way right. um, um doing volunteer work for the community um you know if you help the community it's it's good for the community and for you That's yeah the way i see it so
0: That's pretty much, I guess, the Reader's Digest version of it. Um, Well, that's, I mean, that's a little bit of a surprise as to how I thought you were going to bring that out. But even before you kind of found spirituality, like you said, I think there was moments where you came into contact with that, I guess, that essence or substance that allowed you to either take on things or get your way through a situation that was difficult for you. Mm -hmm. And so your, your perspective is definitely interesting, but even before you found spirituality, uh, what do you think was going on there? Like, I know you power lifted for a while before you Mm -hmm. really got into or found your spirituality Mm -hmm. or spiritual perspectives. What was it even in that endeavor that allowed you to, I guess, push beyond, you know, people that you're competing against or. Probably when I was young, um, on the playground at school, when
1: I we'd be playing kickball or whatever, uh, Red Rover, whatever, yeah. you know. Um, people would fake injuries <laughs> yeah. for attention, you know, or like, oh, I got to stop, it hurts, or whatever, you know. And, and this, my, I guess my judgment of people, of the kids back then, even though I was one, was I, I was very critical of people like that, that mm-hmm. they let their – that they let their – even though they weren't hurt, it's like their mind convinced them they were. Sure. And so um, I kind of wanted to do things on a physical level like powerlifting and such. Um, I wanted to make sure my body failed before my mind did. Yes. Okay. And so consequently I have am covered with injuries <laughs> over the years between the martial arts and powerlifting and, and all the stuff, I you know, I, the jobs I've had and stuff. Um, I wanted to make sure my body failed before my mind did. Um, and so that way I felt like my, even though my body was failing, I was keeping my mind strong. Yeah. Okay. And there were people that were not okay with that and which allowed me to exceed what they were doing Yeah. because they, they would, they would stop before the injury. They would, they would quit sooner. Yes. And and I would not because I could still go beyond and not be injured, Mm -hmm. which would put me on another step level on the platform at the end. Yeah. You know? And so. When I, when I realized that, um, my body is weaker than my mind, I felt a lot more powerful, Yeah. you know, because that way, when I, when my body's on the verge of being injured, I know it now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know where to stop now, Mm -hmm. you know, and my brain tells me I'm 25. (laughs) My body tells me I'm 85. Yeah. Okay. But it is, um, a good feeling to know that it was just it
0: was a muscle that failed not my will right that's yes that's that's what i wanted to kind of touch on because i think that's uh i think that's coming out more and more these days with social media you have some some high profile people i don't know if you've heard of david goggins but but uh uh a former navy seal kind of but kind of pushes the same mentality and there's others like that, too. But he's just one of the more prominent ones. But, you know, back in when you and I had met, uh, I I hadn't really ever tested myself in ways that, that I did after meeting you. And social media didn't really exist back then. So you, there might have been other people on those same kind of journeys, living with the same type of mentality. but but you didn't hear about it because there was no spotlight on it like there is now. But even with the spotlight, it's still an uncommon, I think, in comparison, a very uncommon trait people. I still think, uh, you know, they give up way too early with whatever, whatever goals they, they put in there in front of themselves to, to pursue. Um, and so I think it's, I think it's inspiring when people can hear, you know, you know, Joe average over here or, maybe just by appearances they don't really look you know much different than anybody else around them but then when they start hearing their accomplishments like some of the things that you've accomplished and we'll get into that in a minute uh they're like huh well you know maybe i can try a little harder too you know and and i, th- I think that's kind of the i think that's kind of the point of this series is that not only do i want to talk about grit and maybe kind of define it in a few different ways but I want pe- I want to resonate with people so that they can, you know, see that they can push themselves a little bit more. I think people are capable of a lot more than they than they might even think they are. Uh I know that I was. When we when we first started working out together, I you know, I, I it's interesting take a stroll down memory lane on some of those those memories, but uh you know, I kinda thought I had my little training career kinda or or journey kinda I don't know. I thought I had it going pretty good but there was that one area that just just really got me and I I couldn't seem to really make any progress and and uh, no matter what I tried I looked around and people were outdoing me in that lift and that just that just drove me I was like I I couldn't I couldn't uh, be okay with that because here I was putting in all this work but the work wasn't manifesting the result that I thought I w- was you know deserving of Um. So, that led me to approaching you and asking you for some help. I'm sure you remember that. I do. Uh, you know, we didn't know each other. We didn't really run in the same circles, but we, our circles kind of, kind of bumped a little bit, but, uh, that took, it took me down an interesting path and I think we had fun looking back on, it it was going to be a fun time. Yes, sir. but it was eye-opening for me as well because, like you mentioned earlier, it you know this this I guess uh, awareness of that of that something inside. You know, when you get in touch with that, it it does make you feel a little bit more in control of yourself. It does make you feel a little bit more powerful. You know, because like you were saying, you know, our bodies have a limit. There's a ceiling, and our mind has a ceiling. But we don't even know where that's at most of the time because we never even get close to it. Right. But anyway, back to um, to the memories. Uh, just, so just to re, you know, kind of remind everybody. Last week's episode, I think I talked a little bit about it was you know deadlifting. I I really wanted to you know make a lot of improvement that it was my worst lift. Um, but I felt like I just I was putting the work in, but I just couldn't bring it together. And I guess I just wanted to you, you know, for you to talk about your perspective on that, you know, looking back on it, you know, I'm, I know I'm, well, I'm sure I look really, really green, probably, probably, you know, laughed at like, you know, this guy here, you know, but uh, maybe you can, maybe you can share some of your thoughts about that. I do have something I want to talk about and that's the, uh, uh, you know, when it, was, when it was lifting, lifting day, uh, we're having to talk about the fat mouth part, you know, because that was, that was pretty cool, but anyway, I'll uh, I'll let you just kind of share some of your thoughts on, on uh, you know what that was like for you, you know training. Because I don't know if you've done any coaching or training up to that point, any powerlifting. I know you competed, but I don't know if you had any personal experience with you know bringing people along and helping them out. But uh, I know for me, that was that was a crazy ride because it was just like a light went off, but then the the light kept going off, you know, for months and months and months because kept you know breaking through you know different barriers but anyway i'll let you kind of talk about that a little bit okay well first
1: thing i remember i guess is you were doing you were doing reps but you weren't touching the weight to the floor yeah you know you were keeping the load on your back you know doing volume work okay Mm -hmm. but you were completely missing the explosive power off the bottom yeah and i remember i asked you you know why aren't you going all the way down You looked at me (laughs) you know like i know what i'm doing i was like okay just checking (laughs) you know um but it, it's um, um, probably one of the big ones was you just it ended with a massive set. I think you were repping 405 or like 15 or something, whatever. And you set it down and you were done. Pushed the bar I shoved it right back at you. Yeah. And told you, do you want to be a champion or not? Yeah. You know, you looked at me like I was a lunatic, but you picked it up and kept lifting. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, a mutual friend of ours. Was doing that, and uh, he ended up running to the side and throwing up. Yeah. We threw some sand on it and told him to keep lifting, you know. Yeah. Um, it wasn't – it was the body's failing, but the, it's not done. The yeah. mind is what's pro- the problem now, and we were yeah. working on that. Yeah. You know, um, and uh, when we were ta- you know, doing good mornings exercises, well, people can squat. Yeah. You know, and people are walking by looking at – like, all of us are lunatics, you know, but it's like <laughs> – but if you want to – If you want to be above normal, you got to do above normal stuff. Yeah. You know, and if you've never pushed your body that far, you don't know that it can't do it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And if you remove the restraints of your mind and let's take your body to the edge, it with, with the mind out of the way, your body can do quite a bit, actually. Yeah. You know, and so, um, I hadn't really done a lot of coaching. I did. Um, I mean, I trained at a small gym for most, you know, most of my powerlifting career, um, Worked with a couple guys, whatever, and it was just a small gym. And it was not a powerlifting gym. It was like a fitness center. Yeah. So when we're in there, you know, and do it, the deadlifts, rocking the house, you know, the whole place is looking at us like we, you know, should be working out in a junkyard or something, you know. (laughs) And, And so it is, um, it is some people have the ability to work out by themselves and drive themselves. Okay. Um, some people absolutely cannot do that. Okay, for whatever the reason. Okay, personally, I think it's a mind thing because for me, the grit, the main ingredient for grit, is discipline. Yeah. Okay, and um, for years, I had a thing up above my basement where I go down to work out. It says, you know, suffer the pain of discipline or suffer the pain of regret. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, but the sad part about that is, is you don't know what you're missing out on. You just know you could have done better. Yeah. Okay, and so. I guess probably um, that you you were re- kind of reminded me at one point, like that Saturday morning cartoon they used to have with that little dog with the big dog, and, what are we going to do today, Spike? What are we going to do today? You know? Yeah. And, you know, you were just super excited to try what was next, yeah. you know? And so, those are very fond memories, yeah. you know? But, and it's also, even then, you know, I knew you were watching me closely, so I had to be on point with my stuff, too. Yeah. You kind know. of held
0: you accountable a little bit yeah huh?
1: and but and you've always you've always been you know i mean you were a big strong guy man yeah you know and it was like uh i was um t-
0: i guess on the down low i was grateful that i was able to help hmm. well you you helped a lot um i just didn't i had no idea how much it was going to be at the time i just thought always oh, my deadlift was going to go up and that's about as far as i saw it but I didn't know it was gonna, you know, explode into all these other things in life, but mm-hmm. man, those were great times. So.